Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> it is that time of the of the lockdown week, isn't it? I know, I know. It's like you know it's coming because we're all experienced, and then it comes. And uh, still... Just keeps on rolling. Just keeps on rolling. But you've brought us some excellent, uh, or I, I think possibly excellent tunes this morning. What are we talking about today? We're talking about skate punk. I don't know if the tunes are excellent, but wow, the story, <laughs> amazing. So, um, well, skateboarding culture is a lot more than I had expected it to be. Um, <laughs> and then somehow, I guess like surfing, you know, getting its own music yeah. that um, skate punk um, is music for skateboarding. And skateboarding had been around a long time before but it sort of mixed in with the Los Angeles West Coast punk scene in the 70s. Mm. And this was the music that they they made themselves and or listened to that, you know, that made them want to grind a pool or ollie up a curb. Excellent. I'm going to hit the first track so we can get underway here. <laughs> also, just a heads up, there's a bit of swearing in these tracks uh, for people at home. I'm sure you can handle it, but you've been warned. listening to here Kirsten so this is gang green and the song <laughs> skate to hell and actually you know they wouldn't it's, it's called skate punk because the community embraces it but for those of you who are interested what it actually is is crossover thrash speed metal okay. yeah so of course <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's catchy. I, I can't feel, really work out what he's saying, but... I feel like I'm in but, the middle of a teen movie or something. And yeah. I'm down at the well, skate yeah. park with the cool kids and... Yeah. I don't know, not I, to humiliate you should, myself. You should feel like you're in an empty pool in a crappy L.A. suburb yeah. during the drought, which is why the pools were empty and with your friends, and that this music makes you want to skate. Nice. So what differentiates this type of punk music from skate culture? Is it literally just that it's made by bands that skate and like references skateboarding or is there something more to it? Yeah, it should be, have at least one skater in the band, but (laughs) also I guess, you know, then skaters can choose it. You know, if if they're not necessarily skaters, but if skaters like to use it. And I think it was this confluence of time of what punk was doing, you know, moving to California um, and skaters picking it up. And what I did not know was skateboarding is just so big. It, it appeared in the Olympics Huge. this year. That was my, my favorite watching at the Olympics. The gold medal was taken out by, I think, a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old. Insane. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And apparently it's, it's overtaken baseball as what more kids do in the United States. Wow. This is Suicidal Tendencies with Institutionalized. What era is this one from? So this is uh, 1983, and this is iconic thrash metal, and it just encapsulates, uh, one one review called it a middle finger missive. 
Nice. It, it's the internal monologue of a bummed out kid. So I guess, you know, light punk, but it's faster, it's really hardcore, but then it also has this sort of pop fun element, but still angry. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And it's got that thing as well of like skate culture, as you say, kind of coming out of a lot of different avenues, but one of them being a cheap thing you can do when you haven't got anything else to do as well in a, in a time when there wasn't a lot going on for young people. Yeah, yeah. That sort of, you're passionate, but you also feel hopeless and angry. So we've got some texts coming in from the skaters today. Dead Kennedys, Dead Kennedys were always super popular with skaters, according to this person. Someone says, skate punk does not work at 8am. It's too much for them at this hour. <laughs> a good point. That is a good point. Someone else says, um, um, they love Possessed to Skate by Suicidal Tendencies. And one thing that I hadn't realised about Suicidal um, Tendencies is they're really racially diverse bands. Hispanics, yeah. Native Americans, uh, African Americans, which a lot of people, you know, didn't associate with punk back then. So how did the thrash metal element come to define the skate punk sound? Why didn't it just end up being more like your traditional punk punk music? I, I think it was, I mean, less British. And, you know, you think about London and New York, you know, with punk. And these guys just had a different vibe. They were yeah. outside. <laughs> <laughs> it was warm. <laughs> yeah. And you get that sort of um, burnt-out shopping mall, you know, yeah. abandoned shopping mall culture, and apparently, you know, like Ronald Reagan and stuff in the '80s, and so, yeah, it's just it took this the same ideologies. How do you know what my best interest is? How can you say what my best interest is? What are you trying to say? I'm crazy. When I went to your school, I went to your. So it's like. It's like punk music in that it's political as well. There's like an agenda going on here and a lot of like social commentary. Thrashing out in the morning. Someone says they used to skate to Red Hot Chili Peppers' Mother's Milk. <laughs> I'd like to know what other songs people have on their skate playlists, present or historically. What do you listen to when you get out to the skate park? Oh, Kirsten, are you there? Kia ora, kia ora, Kirsten. Hello, Kirsten. Hello. I think we might have just lost connection with Kirsten. Uh, so what I'm going to do is we've got one more excellent song to play for you, and I feel like it's a big tune. So what we might do is just try and get her back on. So we're going to have a pause from a bit of skate punk for a minute and uh, play you a little bit of Adam Tuckety. Uh, and whore beats. So hold tight, we're getting back to skate punk very shortly, but this is Waits for No One in the meantime. Too many hours I was sleeping on me. Yeah, sleeping on me I was Bleeding from speaking on things I dug If they won't lay it out, we can discuss Tell them my Ozzy gets me up I'm a dead drama, just need me a 3-3 Still valley boys, I don't like BB Spread love, don't gotta be PC Show love, it's love we receive it 
To a Cali stoop, doing damage to the tissue. And the rumor Scally get a woozy dash just from the enemies. I got a lot on my plate. Still pushing the more through all of them phase. All gas, no braids. Trying to bring in the war to the 23 and get popping them crazy. I got a lot on my plate. Working a job most days. Spending more time with my fans. Still got a lot for my maze. Tell them I don't want no credit. Tell them to give it to they selves. Everyone's fighting a battle. Gotta get out and stay out. I ain't on about what you is. And my to say you're not ruthless. Cause you're not the same with your dudes is. When you post it up, hungry to do it. We all got demons, I work through mine. We all got problems, that's just life. You're wasting the platform, wasting their time. Time with Benoa only comes when it's right. Time with Benoa only comes when it's right. Time with Benoa only comes when it's right. 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 All right, that was Adam Tukiri and Whore Beats. Uh, we're back talking about skate punk. Kia ora, Kirsten, are you there? Yes, I am. I, you know what? I think that was a good contrast because as good as the song was, <laughs> you don't want to skate to it. No, you got it. Well, this is interesting, though, because we've just had a bunch of texts from people who say that um, hip-hop is also huge in the skate community. So it's not just skate punk that is, uh, I guess, what people want to skate to, but this is a genre that's very much been born of the... Of the, of the of the game, I don't know what you call skating the the sport. Sport. Yeah. sport. sport is the word I'm looking for there. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to play our last track now. Okay, but I want to tell the story. So here's the weird thing: it became mainstream. Yes. In the '90s, and you know, I don't know if anyone would have predicted that these sort of naughty boys and like really, I mean, lack of maturity was one of their main aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this is Blink-182, but they they became huge, and so did a whole bunch of other bands that supposedly could be called, you know, this genre, like Rancid, No Effects, Offspring, Green Day, Sum 41, you know? And that's kind of when it starts to cross into the 2000s a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, and then, so it had a revival in the 2000s, um, like skateboarding, due to video games and skateboarding video games. Oh, cool. So it's actually been around for decades with these sort of peaks and valleys. Oh, I get to see what I did there. I did, Um, I did. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so Blink-182 were originally more skate punk-ish, but then they became mainstream pop and filled stadiums. And they're like one of the biggest bands, you know, of their time. Like, it's so important to the story of rock. You know, I feel bad now that I've been leaving this out um, (laughs) in my classes. Blink-182 always makes me think of like a very specific babysitter I had when I was a child. Uh, okay, I don't want to hear any more about that story. <laughs> no, she was cool as. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> babysitter story. But so these video games also had music soundtracks. So we're talking about Tony Hawk, Skater Pro here, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it further... I didn't know you knew the name. Okay. Oh, legendary game. So it further blended the music with the skateboarding, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. If if that's what you're playing the game and you're hearing it, um, you know, then then it's going to be cemented in your mind. And it just shows, like, you know, again, it's the music, but there also is, you know, fashion and video games and films and documentaries. You know, like, there's so many other 
spaces for it. And now, of course, with a lot of online sharing, you know? Nice. And now city councils need to build skate parks. Like, it's a core part of sort of youth culture in cities and urban spaces. We're getting some spicy texts coming through here, Kirsten. Someone says, Blink-182 and Green Day, lame wannabes that original skate punks despise. Yeah. <laughs> Snobs. Yeah, like, the true skate punk is, you know, 1970s, early 80s music only. Someone says, I, I was in the second wave of skateboarding in the late 70s. Crass and exploited, Clash Pistols and Ramones were big. Uh, like Kelly Surf Punk, Kelly Skate Punk is just awful. <laughs> so that's their hot take on it. Uh, also, someone says they loved the West Coast Punk scene. Different to the UK and the New York scenes is it was angry suburban kids, not posers in bondage pants, could relate to it as a North Shore stoner kid. <laughs> I love that. Uh, someone else has said Beastie Boys was a big part of their skate experience as well. So it does kind of like run, okay, run the gamut from a lot of different genres here too. Yeah, I, so it did shift from that thrash hardcore punk, you know, 70s and 80s to what people call melodic hardcore now. Night melodic hardcore. Lovely. Kirsten, thank you so much for bringing us uh, skate punk this morning. We've very much enjoyed it. I hope you are taking care in lockdown and we'll talk to you again next Friday about what genre? The accordion. The accordion. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Bit of an instrument focus. Excited to hear about it. We'll, okay. We'll see you then. Kakite. All right. Bye. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimpke. Thank you very much.